Hey guys, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend, a podcast about mental health and astrology. Have you guys ever had a bad day or felt so anxious to the point where you are struggling to find yourself in this vast society we call life? Not to worry, guys. I have felt this way too. The podcast interviews guests from college students to parents and even experts that talk about their journey to where they are in the present moment. So sit back and relax and remember that you are not alone. Without further ado, let's get started with today's podcast. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to the podcast. Episode 28, titled An Energetic Personality, talks about Doug Setter. Doug is a certified fitness instructor, author, kickboxer, marathon runner, and also has had some service in the military. Doug's books focus on fitness after 50 years old. So if you guys are interested in that, the link will also be in the show description below. But Doug is a very energetic personality, very motivated, and gives great insight on the fitness industry and also gives advice about relationships and all that fun stuff. And like I mentioned before, you can follow Doug on social media similar to his books by clicking on the links in the show description. But before you guys can tune into our podcast, please guys like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, your ratings will help boost the podcast overall. But without further ado, here is my conversation with Doug. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and I'm here with a very special guest, Doug Setter. Doug, how are you doing today, and what's going on? I'm doing great, Josh. Uh, out here in the West Coast, around Vancouver, and... Uh... Yeah, checking out. Man, went for a run this morning with a client, and now I'm working on a book. And uh, yeah, things things are good. Oh, Thanks that's moving along. Oh, that's so cool. So you're you're around Vancouver. How is it? I've never been over there, and I'm just so curious to know, like, how is it oh, over it, there? It, it it's kind of a wet. Uh, they call it Hollywood North here because we get a lot of movie industry coming. But it's uh, it, it's kind of a wet California. It's a uh, it's a wet. I I guess it's closer to Oregon if you've ever been to Oregon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I know yeah. some people that live around there. So, and they've always told me it definitely rains a lot around there. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but before we get started, Doug, I just wanted to say again, thank you again for coming on to the podcast oh. and stuff. And we're going to talk a little bit about everything. So my first question is, 
Um, would you like to start off with work first, or what direction are you feeling right now for this conversation just, uh, to start? Well, I was listening to your one podcast with Tyler, the the, the, the uh, Scorpio trucker. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Let's I'll just go with where I'm at. Um, right now, what I was thinking is, is kind of a journey of, of building self-confidence and, and going the way you want to go. All right. Sounds good to me. So my first question for you is, I know you mentioned like self-confidence and like your journey and stuff. Tell everybody, like, what do you do for a living and what's some passions that you have? Well, I, I right now I'm a personal trainer and uh, I love writing. I always wanted to be a writer as a kid. And of course, you, you write in school and uh, they team me up with a school bully. And of course, you swap. <laughs> and everyone just says, that's pretty dumb. And they all call, thank you. And uh so I've always wanted to be a writer. I've always wanted to be, you know, fitter, more confident. And I know it's in high school, I, um, kind of a skinny kid, got knocked around a bit. So I got into the military and, and it was funny because back then they had uh, weight restrictions. So I remember being 120 pounds and you had to get in 124. So I remember putting, oh yeah. So I put stuff in my pockets and drank as much water as I could hold. <laughs> so I could, and I still didn't make it. And finally the clerk just goes, ah, you're fine. And he waved me in. And uh, that was a journey. And I, I, um, I aspired to be, you know, stronger and more confident. And, and I remember um, as a radio, as Morse code operator, radio operator. And then I remember seeing these airborne, these paratroopers, I thought that was the coolest thing. So I worked and worked and despite, various handicaps I, I became a paratrooper and then uh, i got out of the army and arms and then I later on became a kickboxer got my butt kicked you know young men have conflicts you know how it goes <laughs> rule number one don't get in the fight drunk okay <clears throat> it was a horrible thing but that was a really and later on it's funny because I, I got offered a gym i got all, all sorts of things and i didn't believe i could do it and but I became a fitness instructor and I started teaching and the women were my best clients. So I started teaching women's kickboxing and then I taught self-defense and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, um, I, and in the military too, I, I trained a lot of people and it was so awesome seeing someone come in, you know, out of shape, looking down, very unsure. And then after eight weeks, they got that look of, you know, the determination. And that was so satisfying. I know one of my, like, um, former recruit, she's now a colonel running an air force base somewhere. And, uh, so that, that's been a journey. And now I'm, I'm focusing on my writing. I'm focusing on my, my business. And the, the big thing was, you know, I don't know about your background, but you get, you're always unsure and you think, well, I just step up and do it. And, and you find, you get allies. That's what I find when you make a stand, say, no, no, this is where I'm going. And, and, and it's so cool because there's so many people that want to help you. So, yeah, and and I will say, Doug, that was just a really spot on answer. And and, and as I'm hearing you describe like your journey, you know, through going to the military, I did not know that they had like a sp very specific weight. <laughs> like that's that's crazy to hear. Like you had to be exactly what like, you had to be less uh, one twenty five, I believe. Like that that that's crazy. Um, but I had to he, be over one twenty four. Yeah. yeah, he had to be over yeah. one twenty four, which de which definitely sounds you know like crazy to hear now, you know. But then you go from that, you know, to then getting in the kickball boxing then you find other passions you know you start teaching kickboxing and then now you're working on a book you know so it's just 
I'm just hearing just like a lot of like steps that have that have taken, you know, and definitely with that, though, comes like a lot of challenges and stuff. And for my next question, just building off of that. Sure. Um, I know you mentioned like the military kickboxing, like what led to the change? I know you always mentioned like how like you were always into like writing as well. But like what really like led to that change for you? Uh, you know, it it was. um it was actually funny because when I went to work, <clears throat> I took a course during the summer and I found out by accident that it was a student youth program. You could have been a, a one day we're getting paid <clears throat> to line up, stand at attention. You, they pay. And there's these bunch of these guys lying around the ground. Well, who the hell is that? <clears throat> well, they were the landscaping course. I go, wait a minute. <laughs> I, how do I get stuck here? But then after a few weeks, I started to like the discipline. I started to like the, the confidence it gave me, uh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't make excuses. Like I used to go to school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My dog, eat my whatever. No, they didn't take any excuses, no guff, no crap. And, and uh, you know, so I, I was proud of that by the end of the summer. And I remember running into a bully at school and he started, and he was bigger than me, but I just ran out, walked up to him, kicked him in the butt. And I saw the fight go right out of him. And I thought that's the missing ingredient. It's, it's, it's the, uh, um, but yeah, that was the thing. And I thought, okay, I can do this. You know, I can, I can do this. So it's the same thing with, uh, I know when I got out of the military, I went to university and I went and, and I walk in there and it's all these people with books and they're all, st- and I thought, I can't do this. I can't, I can't. And, and it wasn't until years later when I said that one recruit, she became a crow and she, she told me, she says, you can, you know, just apply yourself. So I went to university at age 34, 39 and, uh, you know what? You you just knuckle down these little things. It's 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 like exercising or studying or, and so yeah, I, I, I there I was a C student. I got through university, and um, yeah, written some books. And it just it's not uh, it's not these great inspirations. It's just this as you know, you're running a podcast. It's this consistent consistent effort. Yes, gets us there. Yes. And yes. And, and I completely agree with you, you know, like it's like I'm just hearing that, you know, you just got to take life like day by day, you know, when you are finding, you know, when you went to the university, you know, you're taking classes every day, just remaining consistent. Well, also like, you know, like when you do kickboxing, you know, it's just like that constant, you know, consistent grind every single day. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm hearing when I'm hearing a lot of your answers, which is great. Um, and this leads right to my next question. And so far, I've really enjoyed like the insight that you have. You're very insightful when it comes to like understanding yourself, which is definitely great to hear. Um, but just building off of everything that you said. So I know now like you've been like a fitness instructor now, you know, and what are some things, you know, when it comes to being like a fitness instructor, like what is like your everyday like lifestyle when it comes to being a fitness, a fitness instructor? You know, I, I didn't have that confidence at first because, and I've heard people say, well, you don't look like one because I'm physically honored, but I find you, you, if you have a personality connecting with people is far more important than, than, uh, you know, rattling off your qualifications, you know, like a kinesiology degree, I bench press record, blah, blah, blah. But that's the people want it. That's why I find works better. I can connect with people, um, you know, when to push them hard, when to joke about them, like, you know, and it's hilarious. And, and unfortunately, I bec- well, fortunately, I become friends with them and we, we end up going hiking and stuff and I'm not making any money, but you know, I, I just, I enjoy the, the, the people I've, I've had friends with and clients, but I said, it was a big thing. And, and you get to know, like, and the hardest thing was me was taking 
female clients because I had no commonality, but I got to understand and they're very open with me and, and okay, I get that. Um, you know, you're concerned with cosmetics, obviously, but we're also concerned with getting you moving. And, and it was so cool. I had a Russian lady come up and say, you know, I was skiing the other day and all I, could, I was going down and she says, thank you, Doug, because I could never do this before. And I go, yeah, okay, cool. You know, like, thank you. I, I love hearing that. That's, that's, I don't know, you're kind of a sense of pride for me. Um, okay, so, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, I got you as well. That was another like really spot on answer, you know, like as you are like being like a fitness instructor, you know, you're taking on clients and you're learning new things about people. And I really like your advice. You know, it's all about like the personality and like the and how you present yourself, you know, like if you come off as like a down to earth, you know, people person, you know, people are understanding you, especially being a fitness coach, you know, like having that cool personality is definitely something that is really cool. And it's something that you need to have, you know. Um, but just building off of that, I know you mentioned a lot about like your clients. I know you do a lot of running and stuff like that. Um, but when it comes to like overall fitness, you know, like what are some things that you really look for? I know running is one, but also with dieting too. I know that's also a big part as well. But just describe to me a little bit about like when you are trying to be fit, you know, the diet and uh, the fitness, you know, how are you able to combine the two into one? Well, that that's a good point. You know, I, I really go for the uh, performance because if we, and I noticed when I was younger, I was always big. I wanted to get uh, bigger arms, and bigger chest. And I noticed if I just calmed down, like you said, a bit at a time, I did my workouts. I, I cut back in the beer, <laughs> you know, you slept more and I forced myself to sleep more. And uh, yeah, I started getting stronger. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm bench pressing more on my way. Oh, wait a minute. You know, that wasn't that hard. So, and that's, um, I, you know, you don't go hardcore on people, give them just the guidelines. And, and if they really want to, they'll ask you, I'll say, well, you know, this, this is why we cut out the bread. You know, breads basically turns into paper mache when you add water to it. So let's replace that. Let's, let's, and substitute actually, uh, someone else told me that they said, you know, substitution is way more. And you're right. So if you don't want to give up pizza, have a pizza with a cauliflower. Uh, uh, and that was, that's what I find because it's hard when you're not there 24 hours. We can get together and train. And then I, I also feel like a parent because I want to follow them around and make sure they don't do anything wrong or they go to bed at an early hour, you know, because I'm lecturing. I'm lecturing accountants, telling them, look, you got to go to bed. But that's, yeah, the combine. But you know what? You got you to combine it with what you like. I can't, you can't goose step in there and, and demand. X amount of push-ups and heart rate, this, this, this. You gotta have fun when you're doing something. So if we can talk, joke around, do a workout, and it goes, well, then I've done my job, right? Uh, but I, I really like it when, when I got someone who's struggling, they're older, and now they can roll and stand up without using their hands. That is really cool. That's performance. Yes, I got you. And I know you mentioned like performance as well. And I know performance for each client, you know, can like differ and stuff like that. But for like when it comes to you, you know, what's like a good like performance for you? Like what's like a good workout for you? Oh, good for me personally or for other oh, people? Oh, yeah. For you can answer both parts for you personally and also for other people that you are. You know, teaching. I like a combination of good warm up. I like mm -hmm. the kettlebell. OK, I like uh body weight exercises. Uh, sometimes we do a little kickboxing, you know, but it should go quick. It should be very varied. It should have a component where you're, you're doing, you, you uh, feel control of your body. 
-hmm. Like I, I can't stand machines where people just sit in the machine and they, I mean, that's okay. If you're rehabbing, don't get me mm -hmm. wrong, but I love it when we work out. Okay. Now we're on the ground, Matt trying you hear a little groan sometimes. <laughs> okay, we're doing this. Okay. we got this. You got this. Here we go. Okay. No, no. Now we're moving here, moving there. Let's it's uh adjusting here. And I, I'm usually right in there, which, you know, by then we're both kind of tired, but I just find that hilarious. This is, we got that. <laughs> They're looking at you like what the heck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I will say like, like, that's awesome to hear as well. I just, I really hear like a lot, like a really good, like, like you're very into like helping people out, you know, and really just like helping them, you know, perform to their best abilities, you know, and I will say that's great to hear, you know, it, it's very, it's very hard, you know, when it comes to helping people and stuff like that. So to hear you doing that and stuff is definitely something that's really great to hear. And just building off of that, I know we talked a lot about like your own journey, you know, through, like the military kickboxing now from like fitness, being a fitness instructor to also like getting into reading and stuff. What's some advice that you would give to someone that is just trying to start out, you know, whether that is trying to start like their fitness journey or really just trying to find themselves overall. What's some advice that you would give to them? Well, you know what? Take, uh, take the five minutes, like take the step, take the, don't be so arrogant that you can't ask for help. By all means, five minutes, because I always hear people say, I'm at the end of myself, I get tired, but like right now, if I wasn't talking to you, I'd, I'd be pumping out push-ups, get back, right, get back. And in the end, you know, take the five minutes, like anyone can open a textbook, they can uh, walk to the corner, they can make that phone call if they have to. And that's the biggest thing is, is the start that stops people. Uh, I, I know Mel Robbins talks the one, two, three, four, five, and she goes, and I wish people would do that and they wouldn't be concerned what people think. Cause I find most people like I, I went and took dance lessons. I remember just going in there and say, screw it. No one else. And approach a nice looking lady, go dance. And who cares? And you know what? I had people come to me. Oh, that was really good. And I go, Oh, okay. And then, cause I know what they're thinking, you know, I don't know. It's just something I, I, I hate being in the sidelines. And I, and it's so cool when you see other people get that confidence. Cause then we don't criticize each other as much. Um, that's why I just take the five and take the, and don't be afraid, you know, no, don't be afraid of failing. So what? Like, at least you did something. You don't want to hide in this mediocrity, right? So, uh, but my big thing is try, do it, go out, do it, get a taste of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will say like, I, I feel like a lot of people, they get so comfortable, you know, in like their own bubble, you know, and thank you. Yes. And, and that's what I was really hearing with your answer. You know, it's like, take that initiative, take that first step, you know, to step outside your comfort zone. Cause you never know, like you said, where that comfort zone, like where your step will take you, you know, like you said, like for you, like if you just stayed in the military, you know, like you just would have been, you know, just a, in the military all your life, you know, but you took those steps, you know, you took those initiatives and that's something that's really good to hear, you know, and I definitely think that's some advice for people that are listening to this podcast to really just drive home, you know, and listen, I just want to say, Doug, that was just a really spot on answer. Um, oh, right on. But yeah, so now just building off of that a little bit, I know we mentioned a lot about like, obviously like your journey and stuff like that. When it comes to like fitness overall, and even through like your own, like, personal perspective what do you think has like changed over the course of like the past like couple decades you know when it comes to fitness I know you said for the military like when you went in you had to weigh over 124 you know obviously that has changed now but what do you think Doug has really changed and from like your overall per perspective on life and in, oh. in general well it's interesting because because uh when I was a kid 
the 70s, it was, you had a lot of labor people who are very physically, physically strong. And I got in the army and they're very pushing the aerobics. You had to run a mile and a half under, I don't know, 10 and a half minutes, whatever. And then I noticed come the eighties, there's something this fitness boom. And there was so much, um, you know, weightlifting, the, 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 the Nautilus equipment, the aerobic dance, the, the yoga, the, and then later on to Pilates and, you know, a martial arts. And now we're into, we're into, uh, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and all this, and it's amazing. Never's been more opportunity, but at the same time, I've noticed extremes. I noticed some extremes because your average person was fairly fit. I'm, you know, you can walk through them all, but I've noticed more and more extremes now. I've noticed some very fit people and some very unfit people, and that's the biggest difference. But there's never been more opportunity. There's never been more. Like when I was in school, you either were in this hockey team or you weren't. You know, and you walk, I walked a lot, but now I've noticed there's never been so much, which, which is confusing too, because we had, we get bombarded by this is better than that. And that diet's better than this, but uh, there's never been so much information or acceptance. Like when I was a kid, you're considered a freak if you ran, you know, kids would throw rocks at you. Like you, you look like you're a weirdo, eh? But now you jog, you run, you, I see a guy doing a Tai Chi form in the park. It's it's fine, but I've noticed a real uh, uh, separation, and that's too bad. Yeah, and, and I will say, like, I, I've like I always I've been like really when I was thinking about questions for the podcast when it comes when it comes to you, Doug. Like, I really thought about that question, you know, because I feel like a lot has changed. Like you said, like there is a lot more opportunity to do stuff. Like I know a couple of people now that are just starting their own to become like their own yoga instructor, you know, and they've taken nice. a, they've taken a couple classes, you know, they got certified and now they're ready to hit the ground running, you know. So really, like your point that you were saying, like the opportunity is there, but it's also like there's just so many like there's like so much you know and and like you said there is extremes there's a lot of people that are fit and there's a lot of people that are not fit you know and there's no real equal uh, equilibrium so as i was hearing you describe that i just wanted to say like that was a really interesting point that i took away from like your answer and stuff um but when it comes to that overall is there anything else that you would really like to add to that question overall um it's funny. There's, there's so many, uh, it, it's hard. like, again, we get bombarded with information. Cause when I first, it was, uh, you know, karate was really mysterious. And then later on, I found out, well, kickboxings are pretty hard. <laughs> they, <laughs> it's interesting. I watched uh, martial arts evolve cause it was a very few. And then I noticed in the eighties, it became, they started lifting weights. They started running more. It became more fit. And then, uh, so that was interesting. So we had all these different, um, ideas like when i was a kid weightlifting considered would make you muscle bound or you know or you'd have a heart attack if you ran too much mm -hmm. and all these things but over the years i've noticed this fallacies weightlifting is good it helps older people give them greater uh, uh bone density um uh whatever some of the running has been like i run marathons but you know what it does take a aware on your body mm -hmm. much as I like it it does kind of so I find that too there was a lot of mistakes and myths that have been dispelled and so yeah it makes again confusing but like your friends who, who took up yoga that's awesome they're teaching mm -hmm. my friend's uh, wife broke her broke her ankle and while she's rehabbing she took yoga and now she's a yoga instructor 
Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah, and I, I said, you know, Carol, you got it. You know, this stuff. And I'd bring friends to her and she's oh, now she's running these retreats and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's so cool. And, and just like you said, you know, just the opportunity, you know, and things just change and evolve over time, you know, um, but just building off of everything. So I know you mentioned a lot about like when you are feeling the workout, you know, so for this next question. So let's say like there's days where you don't really like feel like working out, you know, or or like you're just like really not you know, just not in the mood to like work out, you know, what are some things that you do, you know, to help you to help motivate yourself on those days? Oh, okay. Well, good point. I'll put, uh, sometimes I play motivational and you listen to, you know, Dwayne Johnson or Schwarzenegger, you hear, you hear them talking and that, and sometimes I just take myself out for a bit of a burn, but I, I, I just reflect, I think about, you know, the people who can't do it, the people who would, who would love the opportunity to be able to get out of a wheelchair and do physical things. I think about my background. I think about, you know, I don't want to get beat up and I don't want my, you know, if I ever have to say, protect my daughter or carry the hot, I want to be a man capable of doing, you know, physical things. Uh, the other thing I do sometimes is, and this is a weird one. I used to just go down the bad part of town look around and go, you know what, I can do better than this. I can, I, sh you know, I can go look after myself and, and uh, because think about it. If you go to a sports game, you don't hope, hope the football team gets inspired. <laughs> you don't sit there. Well, geez, I hope they get inspired and play a good game. I mean, they're, they're scared. They're tired. They're nervous. I mean, when you go to a doctor, you don't wait for them to get in <laughs> inspired to, you know, <laughs> so you get, you got to kind of, Give yourself a, a jacking, a, a kind of psych yourself. And I tell myself five minutes. If I feel still sick or pain, then I know, okay, it's a day I can't do it. But 99% of the time, I go outside. Okay, I'm here now. Yeah, it sucks. But okay, I'm going to go from here. To that okay, now, now I get the momentum and the way. It's just like writing. Same thing. I'm going to write a page. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to study a chapter. I'm going to, you know, scrub the toilet, whatever. But once you get the momentum, then you're good normally. And and that's what I do. I, I just five minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will say uh, you made a great point. When Once you get that momentum going, you know, then yeah. you're 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 good. You know, you're in the flow. And like yeah. it's it's always I know whenever I like do my own personal workouts, it's always getting that first exercise done. Like yeah. once that first exercise is done, then yeah. we're in the flow, you know, and yeah. um, just continuing our conversation when it comes to that, you know, like uh, I know self-care is definitely something that has been evolved now over time, you know, and more people have been focusing on that. So I know you mentioned a lot about like personal fitness, you know, and really getting yourself fit and stuff. Do you have like any other things that you do to really just like help like reset your mind, you know, and, and really oh, just take care of yourself? Good point. Very good point. Bookstores. I can just get lost about, I had this, this, uh, I think there's a tractor beam that yanks me into a bookstore that it's, uh, you know, if someone's going to kidnap me, just drive around with a, a truck full of books and I'd hop in and, and I'd be gone. But that's, you're absolutely right. You got to find a place where you can kind of just uh, unwind a bit and relax. And that's very important. That's very important because I've, I've seen people with PTSD. I've seen people with, and the greatest thing is when they take up a hobby or they work on their, they work on something or they, you know, especially working with farm animals or growing things i really noticed that and I, I got a story for you i was once helping out a guy who's a former they call it csor canadian uh, special operations regiment and 
and the guy was heavily medicated and he came to my office. He just reeks. He wouldn't wash. And, 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 and it's one day I probably get fired for this, but one day I said, you know what? You're going to man boobs. What's the deal. And I'd started giving him a hard time and he kind of wake up looking at me. I go, yeah, what's the deal, man? You're not here. You're like half my age. What's the freaking deal. And he goes, well, what do you mean? And then we started talking. The next thing you know, I'm outside on the beach running during my office hours. Like I could have got fibers. And then, and then, uh, you know, we started working out and it was awesome. He, he cut back on his meds. He, he cleaned up, he got a girlfriend. It was just awesome. And that was cool. Cause some, some people, they respond to different things, but definitely, um, talking to him and talking to his experience. I said, yeah, it, it was, you gotta be up, but you also have to be able to take yourself down. And I think it's very important whether, uh, there's people who are very good in music, fishing, a friend of mine went to a school with a, a lawyer and he said, this guy could deadlift crazy amounts of weight, but he also, he was an opera singer, you know, like, like, and I go, what, but, but there's the people, they, I've, I've talked to sales manager and she likes competing in the, um, the Hawaii five-o boats, you know, and it's fascinating. You run these people and you go, Oh, that doesn't go together, but that's what they do. And they, they're all over it. They're, <clears throat> You yeah. gotta have something. You gotta have something to let your steam off. Yeah. Yeah, I got you completely. And and I know you mentioned for you like going to the library. Like, do you have any like personal books that you really love to read that you would that you that you would recommend like people that are listening to the podcast, even like myself to read as well? Oh, you mean besides the ones I wrote? Oh yeah. I mean, I'll sure. read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, a real good one. I might have it here. Hold on. <laughs> This one here, uh, do it now, doing it now. Sorry, but I was, I bought that, I don't know, 30 years ago. And I've, uh, I've read it over and over and it's just such a cool book for getting started overcoming procrastination. Um, fiction wise. I love, uh, um, CJ box. He's, uh, <clears throat> kind of a modern Western writer. Uh, another really going Andrew Vax. He's a, he's an actual uh, child abuse lawyer, but he talks about his cases. And uh, who else is a good one? CG box, Andrew Vax, uh, the great classics. Who else? Um, there's one called life extension, but that's very science. If you're into mm -hmm. that one, uh, that's an awesome referral book. I've been on that for forever. Yeah, there's I, yeah, I, there's some really cool rec recommendations, Doug. I I, I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because child sometimes you know. Yeah, there's some really um what else? biographies. Mm -hmm. Love biographies. Okay, I just you know, that's I read two different ones of Sylvester Stallone. It's amazing. You go, what the heck? And this guy, you know, speech impediment, you know, bad time, and he kept doing all. He just kept at it, and I thought that's so cool. Uh, mm -hmm. one thing after another and and um oh tim ferris you ever read that the four hour work week no nah, i, I will though hey what, what's yeah. that about well the four hour work week he, <clears throat> he, he and a lot of his comes he's talked about being very efficient mm -hmm. and it's interesting because he wrote this about 20 years ago and people are now working from home more um they're just, and they're enjoying their lives more. He, he, there's a guy that was uh, burning out. He went down to South America and he won a, a tango competition. And oh, then wow. he, uh, yeah. And they came and he got to uh, martial arts and he decided to go into competition. He, 
any wine and any, uh, what else? He's tried all these crazy things, everything from running marathons to putting on 40 pounds. And, and it's just, it's fascinating reading about him because he'll also tell about his burnout side and the side, you know, the, the, the hard side, things that, that didn't go so well for him. But uh, there's one of him and another guy, um, Romanowski. No, not Romanowski. Romanello, John Romanello. He wrote a book called The Alpha Male. Or no, uh, something about the Alpha Two Zero One. But anyway, it was funny. There's him and him and Tim Ferriss are had an ice cream mm-hmm. eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these two ice health cream. guys, and, and and I love that because he, you know, he does stuff and he he, he goes and has fun, yeah. right? He has fun. I got you. He, he, you know, that's what I, that to me is success. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. one you know to, to go have fun. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I completely agree, you know, because, I mean, we only have one lifetime, you know, so go out, yeah. have fun, you know, find yourself. And I will say, Doug, I, I really liked all your book recommendations, and I definitely will put some of those links in the show description once we are done recording and stuff, and that'll be um, something that we can have, like, a lot of the audience read and stuff. So I also will try a couple of those books, and I'll reach out and let you know how they go. Um, okay. But, yeah, so just transitioning a little bit, I know we talked a lot about work and, you know, like, personal fitness and stuff. Um, but transitioning a little bit, when it comes to astrology, we'll talk a little bit astrology a little bit. Um, what is your story with astrology, and how do you feel about it overall? Well, it's funny. I, I remember <clears throat> I was in the Army board, and I started I started reading up on it, and I got fascinated because I think mathematically you go, okay, this is not just about mysterious forces. Like, okay, well, hold on. We, got, we have uh, 12 signs, and we have nine planets. And we got the, we have the four elements and we have cardinal, mutable, fixed. And mm-hmm. so now you have <clears throat> 12 signs. Okay, 12 personality. Now we have nine planets. So nine times 12. Now we have, okay, we have over 118 different possibilities, 108. Then we get into angles, the trines, mm-hmm. the sextiles, the squares, the opposite. Okay, now we're into some serious individuality and then the time you're born like and i Mm -hmm. i got i read a book one time it was just on the money uh but it's fascinating and i look at the cycles you look historically and at one time i was having a particular bad spot in my life and i got a hold of a guy who was my exact age me and him were at school exact and i just said by the way and i dropped the date on him august 9th (laughs) 1996 (laughs) and i says did anything happen? And he says, ah, yeah, he didn't tell me details, but it was a real, that was just <laughs> a suck <laughs> of all sucks, man. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. but I, okay. I thought there's gotta be something to this. So uh, that's what I find fascinating. And, and it like, I was listening to one of you guys there. Um, Juan was saying, there's still the guy who does a tarot reading. He was mm-hmm. saying there's still um, a free will. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Cause the worst year I have is also one of my best years mm-hmm. is one when I did a turnaround. I did a turnaround. I, I was, I was working on houses and one day I was going to go to school and that's screw it. I started teaching fitness mm-hmm. and then, Oh, and it turned around, even though things were going sideways, I was in debt. I was like, Holy cow, I can do this. This is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, and like you said, I was getting away from the military, learning to relate to people better. Uh, so yeah, you go out and that's what I found. Yeah. You know what? Those, those challenges were actually the best times. Mm-hmm. I was very fortunate to have them. 
Yeah, and I completely agree. And I know just connecting to like your chart a little bit as well. I know you're really fascinated when it comes to that. I know for you, like the chart that you showed me, I know it says that you are a Taurus with an Aries, you know. How do you feel about being a Taurus with an Aries moon? Well, I got to learn to calm down and quit making snap decisions. (laughs) You know, I got to learn to reel it back because I'll jump into things, which is good on one hand because you don't, you don't, uh, Mm -hmm hesitate but also <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I don't always think things through oh yeah yeah I, I can I completely agree you know and as I'm looking at your chart you know like you're a Taurus sun but then you just have like everything else is just Aries like it's like Aries you have Aries moon Aries Mercury, Mercury Aries Venus Aries Venus, Venus and then so like you just have a lot you like earth and then just all fire and it, <laughs> which is definitely cool you know it's, it's great and just share my chart a little bit. I'm also a Taurus too, and I have an Aries oh. Venus as well. So I I can definitely relate to you when it comes to like jumping into things and also like, you know, just putting yourself out there, you know. Um, but transitioning a little bit, I know we talked a lot about like astrology a little bit and also like your own journey through work and stuff. When it comes to relationships, you know, because I know your Mercury's in Aries and your Venus is also in Aries. Um, what qualities do you look for in a friendship and also like romantic partner? Uh, good point. With friendship, it's mostly, uh, I'd say, bluntness, just the whole ability to speak bluntly. Like, all my good friends are just, they're off off the cuff. Uh, they're honest. They stand up. Good sense of humor. Um, I know a lot of uh, success books talk about, um, you know, you what do you, you have relationships that, that what get you some kind of profit. But I got to admit, the people I tune in with are just, they're on the money. And uh, well, was romantic, um, again, down to earth, uh, really open, uh, funny. I don't know. I don't go for, uh, they don't have to be super intellectual. They don't have to be super, you know, attractive. They got to have some kind of, I'd say that the almost a primal, very basic down to earth. I guess there's that ta- Taurus, whatever. Um, I know my Mars is in Pisces. I'm not sure if that has anything to do with it, but I've noticed that I've got to have this, um, I don't know how to describe it. Oh, I got to have that, that can be very kind of down. down like a lot of my I, uh, dates I used to have, they really liked the gangster movies like I did. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so that, oh, I you got, got you. Crazy. You know, and I know you've got quality because it's not these airy fairy, you know, love stories. Well, they like that too. But I noticed the one thing they really liked, and we watching this thing with, uh, I don't know, it's Pulp Fiction, whatever, and and and, and uh, Samuel Jackson's about to, or Bruce Willis about to, you know, take a sword to some guy, and 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 the, and the girl's got a grip on my arm, like they're really into that kind of thing. So I'd have to say, you know, that's what appeals to me. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. I know you just really want someone, you know, that's just down to earth, you know, that can relate to you, you know, can also like be yeah. like, just like relate overall to like what you like to do and what you are into, you know, I, I, I completely get that as well as another Taurus. And just to add, like, I know your Mars is in Pisces. Mars, the, the planet of Mars is all about like aggression and like sexuality as well. So that's a big, also big thing when it comes to relationships as well. When you are meeting with people, you have to face confrontation moments, you know, um, but just building off of that, just to have have a little fun um i always ask all my guests that come on this question when it comes to relationships 
So let's say you're on a first date with somebody, right? And sure. And they do something that's just a complete turnoff. So my question is like, what are some turnoffs that you have in a first date? Like I know for me, like I'll ha- I my I have a test when I'm on dates. Like I usually hand people the aux cord, and depending on what they play, is definitely oh. like a test for me. <laughs> like, do you have any tests, Doug, when it comes to yourself? No, or? you know, I don't. <laughs> I wish I had. A, I I uh, I I one of turnoffs is this when they. I'll tell you the biggest turnoff is when they talk about their ex. Like, can you please put that to rest? And I've had that a few times. They go on and on with it. And, and I've seen this one gal just drop dead gorgeous, ran her own, her hairdressing, come just beautiful. And had legs would make a, you know, Jesuit priest think twice, you know. <laughs> and then she started going on with her former husband, like, okay, shh, you know, just, uh, and, and uh, that's the, um, that's the biggest one. They, they go on about either themselves too much or they go on about their former relationships. Like, okay, you know, it's like, okay, where's this going? Like, this is going to, and, you know, uh, that's fine. If, if they go way out there sometime, you know, they go on about mysticism. That, that's cool. I'm fine with it. I mean, I like spirituality. I like, you know, understanding different things. But when it's, uh, Oh yeah, I dated this guy. And, oh yeah, oh, okay, all right, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'm number twenty six. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? All right. Well, <laughs> no, I, I got you. That that's a good one. Um, when people do talk about their exes too much, that that's a really good. That's a good one. That that's honestly the first answer. Like you've answered that question completely different, and I and I like that answer. Like, I because I agree. Like, I mean, I obviously think like there's moments when you can bring up, like you said, like spirituality, if you're having like a spiritual conversation, but like, if you're like comparing yourself to like the person to your ex, or you're talking about your ex too many times, you know, or I I can see where that line gets crossed. So Doug, I think that was a really spot on answer. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, when it comes to wrapping up the relationship, talk a little bit. Um, I know like from someone that has, I know you, you have dated like a lot, you know, and you've definitely like grown and found yourself more. What's some advice that you would give to somebody that is trying to find themselves in a relationship or is trying to pursue an erase, a relationship? What's some advice that you would give to him or her? You know what? I, the biggest one I saw was know what you're looking for and, and not to be a perfectionist, not to, you know, it's gotta be a tan as so you gotta have, uh, you know, <clears throat> but I found the biggest thing and I read that somewhere and it says, well, what are you looking for? So what, what don't you want? Well, I don't want overweight. I don't want drug addiction. I don't want uh, abusiveness. I don't want blah, blah, blah. So, so I want someone healthy, fit, kind. And he got, he got flex. I'd obviously trade off. I'd rather have someone who's fairly fit, fun, good sense of humor like than, than, than a, you know, super athlete who's um, hard to deal with. And, and, and I dated a gal like that too. She's super fit, but just there's hardly any, you know, connection. But that's the big thing. No, first of all, have an idea. Because if you just go out there and try to meet whoever, because what happens, and this is, say what you want, because you're thinking that, and I think on a subconscious level, I'm, I'm thinking, I'll just say, girl with a tight butt who likes books, you know, and, and, and you're thinking, and somewhere your body will send off a message, I might be doing this, don't even know it, and they'll see that, and a subconscious, they'll, they'll pick up on that. And I think that's the biggest thing, if you really think about what you're looking for then then they'll what you attract comes to you like what you want wants you 
what you're afraid of <laughs> finds you. <laughs> yeah. And, and just to add to your point, Doug, as I was hearing like your answer, you know, like manifesting, like, what is it that you want? Um, there's actually a really good exercise. Like I've done with like a lot of my friends and also like, I've heard a lot of my friends give advice and stuff is like jotting down like your ideal partner, just like on a piece of paper, you know, just jotting down like, Hey, like, what are some things that I like body wise? What do I want? personality wise, what do I want? Because when you write something down, you know, it adds more like a, like a more power to that, you know, like to the universe and stuff. And who knows, usually you might even meet that person, you know, down the line, you know, and, and, but you only going to know that though, if you can, like you said, understand what is it that you want, you know? And so, yeah, I just wanted to add and just emphasize your point a little bit more, Doug. What point? Cause, cause you get, you get this, I remember doing that at first, writing it in and they go, Oh, well, I can't, or I don't deserve it. I don't, whatever. Well, Mm -hmm. You know, how do you know they are looking for a nice guy who, whatever. And, and you're absolutely right. Being concise is very hard because a lot of times I, I, I can't accept the fact I could get that, but you, you're absolutely right. And, you, and the cursory writing, it, it, it's far more than just on your computer. There, I did it. No, no, no. You have to put something into it. <laughs> Oh man, Doug. And I will say overall, like we've definitely covered a lot of things. Uh, what I always have, like when I always wrap up the podcast, I always Google your sun and moon when it comes to astrology and the website okay. is the horoscope.co and, uh, the website, it gives you a little bit reading on like your sun and moon combination. And uh, here's what it has for you. So as I give you a little reading, um, tell me some oh. some thoughts and, and how do you feel about it? So for you, you're a Taurus sun, Aries moon. It says an energetic personality. Restless, the Taurus sun, Aries moon personality will fight for what is important, regardless of what others are saying or doing. Positives for your sun and moon combination. Playful, dynamic, and generous. Negatives can be very stubborn, uh, a little and a little bit impulsive. Um, perfect partner, someone who is straightforward and sincere with them. And word of advice for your sun and moon combination: they need to be more tolerant and patient. So as I'm reading a little bit about your reading on the horoscope.co, and I'll send you the link once once we're done our podcast and stuff. Um, how do you feel about it? No, Ed, you're on the money. It's brilliant, and thanks for not. <laughs> thanks for not. Being, going into too much detail on national <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. It's just a little reading, you know, that I always sure, had everybody yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. Well, nothing, nothing too uh, politically embarrassing, but no, you're <laughs> on the money and it's great. And, and it, it's, it's good. And I find that when I do that, be a little more patient, it, it pays off. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, of course. And, and Doug, I will say I've really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you again for coming on. Where can everybody follow you on social media and also tell oh, everybody about your book that you're doing? Oh, yeah, I, I got. Um, oh, boy. Hold on a second. <laughs> I got I got uh, flat gut after 50. And I got flat, fit femme after 50. But the flat gut after 50 is doing pretty good on Amazon. It's uh, mostly for people over 50, but it can apply to a lot of humans. So that one's quite well. You can reach me at uh, www.dougsetter.com. And um, yeah, basically the social media is about the same. Just look for dougsetter.com. Um, best looking guy in Western Canada. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Anyway, that's all I can think of, uh, by all means. And I love to hear feedback because people tell me what they like, they don't like, and then I, I can adjust, right? Just, and, mm-hmm. uh, 
Yeah, and, serves them better. And, and I will say all the links as well. Like when we are done recording, Doug, you can just send me all the links and I'll put them all in the show description <sighs> yeah, for the podcast. So that way you guys can just click on the links and check out Doug's work because Doug has done a great job, you know, and has been a, has overcome a lot, you know, and has grown a lot, you know, it definitely like taking like those steps forward, you know, but Doug, I will say I've really appreciated our time together, man. And please stay safe over there in Vancouver. Yeah, you too, Josh. Thanks, man. This is a lot of fun.